Uh-oh. Uh, starting off the show with a jam. <laughs> yeah. We've been away from you people too long. I missed you guys. Oh, we, we do this for the people, okay? We do this podcast for the people. It's not for me, Tim. It's not for me. It's not for me. For the people. Cut right there. I don't know. I don't know how far it is. So you tell me. Oh, we're good. We're good. Turn it off, man. Turn it off. All right. Hey, welcome to the show. Share. Welcome to the Food for Thinking podcast. Uh, it's been a while. Way too long. Way too long. It's been a while, but we're back. We are back. I'm so glad to be back too, man. We're back, man. Have, time to get time to get these thoughts out of our heads. We got a vent, man. I've been like clammed up. I haven't even seen you. I haven't even been able to have a regular conversation with a person in like a month. Oh yeah, man. I haven't seen you either. Uh, yeah, man. It's it's tough uh, with the people that I work with. Not a lot of. Pro- I just hear a beer crack over there. I don't know. Uh, not a lot of productive conversation. Not that this product. Not that this conversation will be productive, but right. it'll be. Um, well, I don't want to jinx us, but you know what I'm trying to say. The Who people knows? I work with are fucking idiots. Yeah, you just can't enjoy it. You just can't enjoy. Th- yeah, I'm not some of those folks. I'm not doing a podcast with any of those clowns. Right. You know what I mean. True. So what's new, man? What's been going on? What's oh my gosh, here? dude! I've been up to some crazy stuff, man. Tell me about it. I've been it. going like. That's probably part of the reason why I haven't seen you because my days off have been fun filled. Yeah, I've been getting out of the house. Yeah, I've been I've been out socializing, out and about with just people. Yeah, yeah it's man. been fun, man. I went um, I went kayaking at Alki Beach. Like I was out in the Puget Sound. It was a good time. Nice. Um, I'm gonna be going skydiving in like two weeks. Crazy. Um, better make sure that shit's packed right. Yeah. You're gonna have, dude, wait, so I'm you're gonna terrified. Have a- you're gonna dude, have like, a dude on your all up on you. Yeah, yeah, I'll be yeah. like practically grinding on him. Yeah, that's. Uh, dude, if he saves my life, I'll be forever grateful. Uh, but his cock and balls are just <laughs> gonna be pressed right up against your butthole the whole time. You got to think about that. Come on, Tim. Let's let's all no, let's not act like it's the first time. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't go over well. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> First time you've been skydiving? Or what are you talking about, Joseph? Oh, oh Lord. This is a conversation we need Josh Wilson to weigh in on, yeah. don't <laughs> well, you, you, won't, you won't let him live that, that down, but you'll let him lift the whole shooting his gun in the middle of a crowded apartment uh, complex down? I'm, I let him live both things down. I don't care that he's... He would have a he would have a valid opinion. When had relations to. with a man and <laughs> also shot his gun into his couch and at two in the morning. That poor fella doesn't make good decisions. It's okay, none of us do. I love him, love him to death. It's all about the rebound, and I'm I'm gonna tell you that That's guy's right. rebounded pretty nicely. He is, man. Yeah, he called me the other day. Told me he was making like he made in one day. I think he said he made like seven grand. Seven thousand dollars in one day is not bad at all. Uh, yeah, that's come on. That's about half of what come I've on. made this year. Right. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So he's doing all right. Good old Joshy Poo. It's nice to know, you know, like if things go wrong for him, if he like ends up on the streets, I got a frog in my throat. Something's going on here. Yeah. Okay. So I, I apologize for my nasally voice. That's okay. Uh, if something goes wrong for Josh, Jesus Christ, it's like it wants to come out of my nose. Let him fly, uh, man. Let him fly. I might go do that. Uh, he, you know, he could live on the streets. I'm gonna go blow my nose. Knows, I'll be right back. He knows. He knows what he's doing when it comes to living on the street. He just recently put up another picture of him with a with an elk that he killed. It was a female elk, 
which are a lot easier to come by than the male elks. So I was like, hey man, that's kind of like, that's really kind of cheating. You should be shooting the boys. Because the boys are the ones that are hard to find. Me and Josh, man, we spent some good times together. On the street, as a matter of fact. Lots of good times. Me and Josh, Tim, used to chain smoke um, prime times outside of the edge apartments. Like prime all times. the time. Yeah. Yeah, man. Cherry flavored and grape flavored. We were alternate. So you guys were out there smoking prime times while I was nailing my girlfriend? <laughs> yeah, dude. No, no, no. This was before you joined, I think. Oh. Uh, God, Bible school is amazing. <laughs> yeah, Bible college, <laughs> man. This is a great investment in uh, time and money. Okay, so I got some stuff I want to bounce <laughs> off of you. Bounce did you them. hear did you hear about the Chinese kid who took a shit on the airplane the other day? No. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It was, uh, I think was it, it was a Malaysian Airlines flight? Uh-huh. No. <laughs> <laughs> They're like fuck Too this soon, detour. <laughs> Too soon. <laughs> no, I think it was um it was on a Delta airplane. And uh wow. so I, I guess there's like this weird facet of Chinese culture where if your kid needs to take a shit like just you're just go. gonna let him go like on the subway or like on the street like wherever yeah like if a kid's gotta go he's gotta go and we're gonna make it happen and it's fucking nasty I've heard I've heard about that like just in the middle of in the middle of the street yeah so this so this kid uh, has to go on the airplane and the so they the parent like sets him off in like in the middle of the aisle and like puts a fucking newspaper down on the ground, <laughs> and the kid is like getting ready like, to pinch a deuce off. All right, here we go. I'm sure he wasn't pinching anything. It was probably diarrhea. Yeah, well, considering I, what they eat. Well, I mean, every time I have Chinese food, that's not. When I've got a, every time I've shit my <laughs> pants, it wasn't a log that came out. That's what I'm saying. Oh, oh, right. All right. Well, I mean, he's, you, he's when a you're child. in that situation, it's not. A yeah, it's an nice, emergency. Nice log. You know, nice pincher offer, nice clean, clean getaway. Yeah, no, there's no clean a, cut. There's a ghost no ghost turd as I, as yeah. ghost, A ghost dookie, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so the flight attendants are like, put him in the bathroom, take him to the bathroom. Yeah. And they were like, they were having it. Like, I don't know what the hell the deal was, but. The mom was like, no, 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 no. Right this, here. Yeah, so this kid just squats down and out it comes. Oop, that's a biohazard, right, dude. Right in the middle. You heard about the, did you hear, you heard the about the dog, right? The plane could have got SARS. Did you hear? <laughs> I don't know if that's... I can't back that up. Uh, I don't know if that was a racial joke or... Oh, that was just a... It has nothing to do with anything. Okay, I thought Chinese people had SARS. Well, that's where you get SARS. China? Well, Asia. I thought that was the avian flu or whatever. What that the too? fuck is SARS? Oh, SARS, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. why they all wear those. They wear the masks. Those people are idiots. So that they don't breathe in the shit. see those people the walking around Walmart. Like old white ladies wearing fucking masks. Well, they have poor immune systems too. Once you get old, your, seen, your immune system doesn't work. So it's probably a smart idea. They probably oh, don't get sick. Do you remember the kid in high school? Yeah. What the fuck and is he would run. deal? And did you see the way he would run when he had to run? He ran like the little Goku dude, like with his arms like back and he leaned forward like on his toes. How dare you? Don't make, a boy, don't make fun of the way he runs. No, but the guy was just a weird guy to begin with. That's <laughs> all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, he was weird as fuck. <laughs> yeah, and he wore a mask. He was super a weird. He had a mask. fucking briefcase. He had a briefcase, and he had a whole sleeve of those masks in his briefcase. Everybody else was walking around with fucking backpacks on, and maybe a binder here and there. That was more of a middle school thing. Yeah. And this fucking guy's walking around with a briefcase and a protective mask around his face. Yeah, no, he wasn't walking. He was he was running. He would run? Well, he was All like, the time? Yeah, when if he had to go someplace. No, I feel like I saw that dude walk. Everybody walks, Joe. Well, maybe if the monitor told him to. But he would run a lot of the Really? Times. Dude, I feel... 
Oh man, I had physics with that guy. I mean, I mean, he was a really smart kid. Uh, I don't think I ever spoke one word to that guy. Oh, like not because I was pretentious and shit, but just because it just never was an opportunity. I didn't have any classes with him or anything. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, the fact that I took physics is probably the only reason that. I maybe he's ahead of the curve, though, him. man. Like maybe he maybe, he, he, he might live three hundred years. He might be the oldest human ever to live. He knows he something that we don't know, probably. Well, if I'm on a if I'm ever on a plane and a kid starts shitting or a dog starts shitting, I'm gonna wish I had one of those masks on. Yeah, dude, you can wish you had a full on respirator. Yeah, dude. You heard about the dog that shit on the plane? What? What's going on with the airplanes? No, I didn't. People are shitting on airplanes. That's just forget happening. snakes on planes. I'm talking about shits on planes. Shits on planes, dude. It's the next. It's the next Samuel L. Jackson. Movie. <laughs> uh, yeah, dude, a dog. Like it was like a service dog or whatever, which is bullshit to begin with. Yeah, and it was know, a it was a long flight. There was a guy on the um, Rich Eisen used to be a. This is a fucking tangent of all tangents. It's okay. But Rich Eisen uh, used to be a Sports Center anchor. He's a real smart dude, and now he's got. Um, now he's on the NFL Network. He's been with the NFL Network since they started. The NFL Network like stole this guy away from ESPN. Oh, Rich okay. Eisen. He's he's Rich a really Eisen. funny dude. He went to Michigan. He's got a podcast I listen to. It's an NFL podcast okay and uh the producer of his podcast was on the plane oh and was like like taking pictures and like tweeting about all the shit as it's no yeah. pun intended well pun intended actually yeah tweeting, <laughs> tweeting about all the shit, shit as it's happening <laughs> right yeah and uh yeah so Fresh. This, this dog like takes a just takes a dump right on the plane and they had to don't like, look at it you get a sty so they like um when they landed they had like hazmat come on the fucking plane and like yeah it was like a big situation, and everybody was like pissed. Fecal matter is nothing to joke to play around with, man. Yeah, it's. I guess not. I don't know. I don't is know. It? No, it's not. I it's don't terrible. Play with shit. <laughs> no, it's terrible. Yeah. So, yeah. so first the dog on the plane, and now kids are shitting on planes. I don't, I don't know what's going on, man. We got freaking Hamas and Israel fucking oh. being idiots. We got people shitting on planes. I don't know what the hell we're gonna do, man. Yeah, I don't know. The we're world screwed. is going to shit. <laughs> Uh, did, you, <laughs> did you hear about what's happening in Libya? Uh, no. No. So, um, ever since well, it was 2011 when they had the Libyan civil war and they dismounted uh, fucking Gaddafi, and it's kind of been like it's I, can't, kind, I mixed my Middle Eastern countries up. That's okay. But I remember Gaddafi. Yeah, yeah. So Libya had this big civil war, and yeah. then ever since then it's been kind of like uh, people have been kind of vying for power, like all these different little militias all over the place. Mm-hmm. And and recently there's been um, it's been the most violent like week since 2011 since the actual war was happening. Oh wow! And um, what's happening is they're they're trying to get Tripoli is the is the uh, like the capital yeah, of, yeah. of Libya, and there's a the big airport there, and so these militias are trying to get control of the airport itself, and they've already like destroyed a crap ton of airplanes, mm. and like it's really messed up. But what happened was, like, with all this fire, like, people are, like, shooting mortars and it's going crazy. They, um, there's a fuel storage facility that, that it stores the fuel basically for the whole city, which is a huge city. And, um, and they caught it on fire. And so one of the, one of the fuel tanks was on fire and it's been on fire for, I think, like, probably two days, a day and a half, two days. And then just last night or this morning, sometime between when I went to sleep and I came up, um, they another one got caught on fire so they're trying to evacuate like five square miles because they're they're afraid it's gonna blow up oh shit the whole thing if it, the whole thing blows up dude so they're back in a civil war or whatever it, it's sort of 
but it's it's, like, it's unorganized. It's not against a specific person. It's just like just all going these militias going nuts. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, dude. The whole Middle East is fucking insane. Yeah, it's going wild. The Ukraine. Oh my gosh, man. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. Know. I've got bored with that conflict. Yeah, there's <laughs> another. There's another plane that went down. Uh, yeah, yesterday. I heard about the plane. No, well, there's one. There's the the like air, the, the regular plane like with passengers. Yeah. Went down. Well, like a jet got shot down yesterday. Dang, too. Yeah, it's going crazy. I'd man. rather them shoot the jet down though. Right. Well, that, that guy knows what he's doing. He's right. Like, yeah. Exactly. Dude, that Malaysian Airlines, they're having a bad year, right? <laughs> yeah, dude. God, man. Can you imagine being a stockholder for Malaysian Airlines? Oh, my God. No. The, the Malaysian <laughs> Airlines stockholders. Oh, they jumped off a building already. And Malaysian Airlines stockholders and Donald Sterling are just off in the fucking, in the Bermudas, like, just sitting there fucking counting yeah. their, licking their wounds together. Yeah, exactly. What a bad year for those people. Shit. Make you think twice before you open an airline company, huh? Yeah. There's a lot of shit that could go wrong there. You're looking at a lot of... Oh yeah, good God! A lot of lot of possibilities. A lot of variables for sure. Yeah. Especially if it's an international airline, like you're going over places that aren't exactly like, stable. I, at this point, why would anybody ever fly Malaysian Airlines again? I know for a fact I'm not going to. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not hopping on a Malaysian Airlines plane. Good Sorry. God, no. That's probably unfair because they probably have. They're probably for the most part safe. Just this year sucked. Uh yeah. I mean, I'm not. I don't know much about Malaysia. That's nice of you to give them the benefit of the doubt. But, but I mean, you, you, the they don't just let you fly airplanes around and be like a crappy airline. It's not their fault, you know. It's just crappy yeah. people. Yeah, that's true. Um, have you been keeping up on the Israel thing, the Israel Hamas thing? To to a degree, um, it just kind of seems to me like a flare up, like a. Oh no! There's dude. like it's so the much beginning tension. Of something bad. There's already so much tension between everybody, and I just feel like this is sort of, uh, like, everybody's pissed off, and they just, it flared up, you know? Yeah. It might just, I, I have a feeling that the U.S. and, like, the, the U.N. will, will come in and Dude, kind of I try to make not. it die down, and then then bring it back to where it was. Even though it was shitty where it was, I, there's no resolving that. There's absolutely no resolving that conflict, ever. Yeah, it's a tough problem to solve. It's that the area has been war torn since the beginning of time, since we can remember. I was watching a, uh, I was watching a uh, a video last night. It was, <laughs> it was a pretty probably pretty biased, so I don't I couldn't put too much into it. But it was explaining how it's really not that complicated of an issue, but it's very difficult for a solution to come up. Like it's very hard to solve the right. issue. Yeah. So if you don't if you don't know what the issue is, basically. Um, Israel became well yeah Israel became a state like back in the 40s they became uh their own you know like a country basically like I think in 48 or something like that officially yeah well they were like they basically annexed yeah um, it pa- was like Palestine and it, like, yeah, yeah it was the Pal- so the Palestinian state consists of it's just an area right there, there is no Palestinian country like Palestine isn't a country per right. se but um yeah, so is Israel became a state back in the 40s, um, like an official state. I don't know what their history was before that, but ever since well, then... they were being massacred by the Nazis before that. Right. Ever since then, um, they've just been going back and forth. Egypt has had some shit to do with it. Jordan, uh, I don't... Uh, what's the country to the north? There's There's a few countries that are bordering Israel that basically want that land back 
yeah. and have been fighting over it for a good 50 or 60 i mean forever yeah, like but iran yeah but the current conflict for dates back about 60 years or so 50 right. or 60 years yeah this specific one yeah so hamas is the um organization that's in charge of the gaza strip which is a very small section of land tiny it's fucking tiny i think it's it's less i think it's about 100 square miles yeah. might be it might be it's around 100 square miles and it borders the what ocean is that the indian ocean no 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 it's the uh is it the mediterranean Me- sea some yeah mediterranean or the dead sea or one of those little seas over there yeah no it's not the dead sea the dead sea's a like a lake basically i think okay um but yeah anyways so the gaza strip uh was orig- was part of israel and then i think egypt egypt had something to do with it. I'm doing a terrible job of explaining it. But basically, mm-hmm. Palestine and Israel are going at it over these territories. So Hamas yeah. technically well, is its own thing, but it's appointed. It's basically Palestine's fucking right arm. Palestine controls Hamas. It's it's a a, a Muslim yeah, they're the strong arm based Islamic Arab power fucking whatever yeah they're like they're like the like the the enforcer yeah hamas is like the enforcer for like all basically everybody um like all palestinians that want to take back their land and like uh enforce an islamic state yeah they're like they're like the enforcer for those people yeah and that's all and that's all happening in the gaza strip which like we said is just a very small and it's so the gaza strip borders the ocean and the southern border is up against Egypt, and then the eastern border is all along Israel. So the the points of contention are these tunnels. It is the that, Mediterranean, by the way. That Israel, okay. Yeah. And it's crazy, the Mediterranean. So Israel enforces a very strict border off the coast. It's like um, a, like something X amount of nautical miles, like maybe one or two, not very much at all. Uh-huh. Not far enough for a fisherman to go out and fish. Oh, right, right, right. And if you if your boat gets caught past the line, you're fucked. Like you're yeah, getting blown out. You. Of, yeah, you're yeah. done. So, um, that's, so that's all. Anybody, any Palestinian person that lives in Gaza that wants to go fishing, basically off of their coast, they can't. They can't go very far. They can't go very far. They can only like cast like nets. Uh, what, what do you say? Like two right. miles. It's not deep so water. The Gaza Strip is one of the most overpopulated sections of the the world um i'm not really sure why i I was trying to get to the bottom of it last night i couldn't really dig through wikipedia enough i wasn't feeling like it i don't know why it's such an important um piece of land like what like well the the gaza strip isn't necessarily an important piece of land it's only important because that's where um palestinians are forced to be or they're not necessarily well they're not though they just go there because they don't want to live in Israel. They can cross freely into Egypt, though, and like go or into Egypt and around to fucking Iraq, Iran, whatever the fuck they right. want to go. But so the Gaza's the only part of the like the old place that they that they occupied before Israel came in and right and decided that that was their land. Well, the U.S. and Israel and everybody decided to enforce that state. Right. Yeah. So, and and I'm looking at it from the perspective, and it's hard. I mean, I try to look at it unbiased. But you got to kind of go back and forth from the sides to see what's going on, and from the from the perspective of a Palestinian, you got to think of it like if your family was like farmers, like goat farmers, and you grew up there, and you're like a 50 year old guy, say in the 40s or whatever, or you're like a kid in the 40s, 
and you grew up there and your family's got this land and then all of a sudden all these people come in and say hey this is our land now and you gotta you gotta move or like this is what's well, I don't happening know how now. I don't know how they're that, like fuck that they don't want that I don't know that that that's what happened because it J- Jerusalem and I mean I'm basing it off of the fucking Bible which I don't believe in but Jew like Judaism that's the origin of Judaism right is, well, yeah, that's like the it's like the, there's the whole areas. The there's always been land, a kingdom yeah. of of Jews that have lived there, right? So it's not it hasn't just been not a, necessarily because like they they've been well the Jews have had a hard they've had a tough go at things for a long time, like they're always being like thrown around and and stuff even since even since the Bible times like had yeah, to go yeah, yeah. different places and they've always wanted to establish the state. And that's why in the Bible where it talks about like. Uh, the rebuilding of the temple and like taking over Jerusalem like being um, in Jerusalem again and like having it as the, the city because they weren't like at in those times they were like ruled by the Romans so the Romans were like no you, you guys aren't like you don't get to do what you want and they would make them do whatever they yeah said. yeah yeah and then so since then is when well Islam was started and the whole area basically kind of got taken taken over by Islam and then like the Jews kind of had a rough go at it but then they got help from the west so then now they they're basically taking over it and saying f you guys and nobody likes that because Jerusalem's just as just just as an important place for Islam as it is for yeah, for yeah, Judaism for sure so they both it's like an ideological problem and that's why it's so hard to solve it because there's no nobody's going to give up it's a theological problem, right? Like this is their, like right. they oh, think yeah. this is their, this is this how is they're going to get to God heaven. Told them, is yeah. based on this, exactly, exactly. Yeah, it's and it's the problem tough. is with Israel, they have all uh, they have all weapons from, like our like weapons from the West, and they can do whatever they. Don't oh, that's have, the only reason why it's lasted this long because both sides are stacked. Like right, Ju- like and Israel's Hamas got is willing us. to like blow themselves up. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, like Jews don't do that, but they have they have means Here, of here's where. Here's where I lean towards, well, I don't know if I should say, oh, I don't give a fuck. (laughs) Here's where I lean towards Israel, that Israel is willing to to negotiate this. Like, Israel gave up the Gaza Strip. Israel has given up parts of the West Bank. Like, Israel is willing to negotiate and come to a conclusion peacefully, right? And Hamas's motto is like, uh, it's like, it's three things. The three no's, they call it. Yeah. It's like, no negotiations no surrender and like some crazy shit like i don't know what the third one is but yeah, hamas they is like aren't gonna budge they just yeah. want to just kill everybody or kill all the jews it's and then, like they want they want it all or nothing exactly yeah which is fucking crazy like that's not how shit works right americans well english whatever settlers showed up in america there were already people here and we were we had more capacity to take them out they fucking realized it and they still live here today peacefully they might right. there might be some fucked up shit going on with Native American people, some prejudice and whatever. But we all we how many Native American people do you know? Yeah, yeah, there's a crap tons ton. Tons of them. And like, they make a crap ton of money. But it's not a theological dispute. Yeah, exactly. So that's where you go back to it's not being able it's yeah. not able to be resolved. Really but it's not. What able I, to be what Hamas needs to fucking realize is that we like Israel can go blow to blow with like blows to Israel's killed way more Palestinians. Oh than yeah, pa- if they wanted to, they could just take out the whole Gaza. They have the only sanctioned nuclear weapons in the Middle East. Yeah, well, <laughs> sanctioned. Yeah, 
But I, it, like I just, they basically have the good ones. I think it's fucking. I just think it's crazy. Like I just don't understand it at all. Like how about y'all just move into all this free land? Like in, like Egypt is empty. Let's right. just live somewhere else. Just fucking live somewhere else. Yeah, but I mean, it's that's that's the problem. They they're not willing to because it's not their land. It's that foolish, they were promised. man. It's it's all foolish. It is. It's but completely until foolish. you can convince them that their religion is foolish. It's not going to happen. Yeah. And the thing is, if I already even saying that, people are like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you'd say that, right? How about all religions are foolish? No, yeah, Fuck, absolutely. All of them. I agree, 100%. You're, but all this, all like, this is based on some words that some dudes wrote in a book fucking thousands of years ago. Right. It doesn't accomplish anything. And it's their, it's how they get into heaven, or it's whatever It's whatever gives them peace. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's so foolish. It is. It's frustrating. It's so foolish that that's what it comes down to. It is, man. And people die. Little kids are dying because, because, because of that stupid theological problem, ideology that they have. That if that, they blow themselves up in the in the name of whatever God, then they're gonna be better off. Yeah. I wish those people that did that and they realized that, that fucking nothing happens afterward, they could come back and be like, "Hey, you guys, this is yeah, fucking bullshit. Right? Let's fucking stop." I don't know enough about Islam to to say that that. I mean, because if you were to say Oh, Islam is is all about suicide bombers. People oh, no, would no, blow no. you out of the fucking water with that. And I'm not saying that's what your that's what your stance is, but right, right. I'm saying I I don't know enough about Islam to, but I know enough There's, about religion in general to say to probably call bullshit on it. Right. You know no, what I mean, yeah, absolutely. On I'm all calling of it. bullshit on, on all Judaism, of it. Judaism on all of it. Right. Yeah. I wish they were. I wish none of them had a religion. But I wish the, they were all just normal fucking people. Right. Right. Well, that's hard to say because the majority of people have some sort of. I, I mean I don't know I would you look around all over the world everybody has some, some sort of religion and the the sad the saddest part is, well not the saddest part the saddest part is the religion in the first place but most of their religions talk about love and like yeah. caring for your neighbor and you stuff like at, that yeah if you look at it like they're this. just way too complex mm-hmm. I wish religion was way simpler if people are, need something to make them feel better or whatever maybe it is real maybe you do get to heaven if you pray a lot or whatever right well, if knows, it was yeah. just simple, like if the Bible wasn't three thousand pages long or whatever the hell, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I got a study Bible. It's fucking, it's this thick. Yeah, no. Like, dude, why, yeah. why do we need to study this? What, why does it have to be so complex? Why do it have to be so many tenets and points and yada yada yada? Like, yeah, loopholes. How just about just craziness? love people? Do Don't others so people. what you yeah. know? Say what you you know. What's what's the saying? Do others as you would do to yourself or whatever. Yeah, do unto others. Golden rule. The golden rule. How about yeah. we just live by the golden rule, love other people, and then it, when you want to go pray or speak in tongues, go do that with your friends who do the same thing or whatever. But don't get crazy about it. Yeah. Just go into your house or go into the mosque and pray. Yeah, like I agree with like the majority the majority of Muslims that I know aren't obviously radical Muslims. You know what I'm saying? And they and they're peaceful people and they're loving people. And I, I mean I love them to death. Yeah. But when it com- when it comes to Hamas and when it comes to like people that are the radicals they put a bad name on everybody just like the bad christians put a bad name on For christians sure. jews i don't i don't have anything i don't i don't really know any jews i mean i'm sure like the oh dude you know plenty the, of jews the id like the idf like the israeli defense force those are probably some ruthless motherfuckers but i mean it's not like um yeah i'm not i'm not saying the, both, the, both of them are at fault everybody's at fault yeah 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 anybody who's radical about anything is at fault exactly so shit yeah they need dude, to figure it's it out it, it's it's headed to the point where 
think uh, it's going nukes. World, World War Three. I don't know if nukes will happen, but World War Three is inevitable. This is how World War Three is going to start. Yeah, and that's how the end of days start. That's Armageddon right there, man. It's Bible. It's don't book of Revelations. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't think the world will end like that, but there might be a lot of people that uh, are eradicated. <laughs> It's yeah, a fucked up situation, a, man. Yeah, it sucks. It's 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 so frustrating because because of what we said. That's like, what's the solution? Can't solve it. And this, I think that honestly, it's people are only hold so radically and strongly to those theologies because there's x amount of people behind them or with them. Yeah, exactly. It's what we were talking about earlier. Like, it's like. If I were to if I were to be able to have the knowledge to sit here and convince you that Islam was foolish and wrong, yeah, one or one. Judaism was wrong, whatever. Yeah. There even if I had factual evidence that I could disprove it, there's no way you're letting it go. Yeah, no, there's no way. You brainwash no people are brainwashed. You can't like you're not gonna let it go. And you might even realize, oh yeah, this is wrong. But right. even once you realize that you're, you, you've got your pride, like yeah. It's pro- <laughs> you're programmed that way, like any type. Well, most religions, you're programmed into where like you don't budge from it, because you, you become a martyr if you don't. You're like, okay, yeah, this is what they said was going to happen, and you know, like if you were starting a religion, that's what you would tell people. Like, people, if you started it, you were to say, listen, people are going to call bullshit on you, but you can't budge because that's what they're going to do, and that's what, you know, that's the devil's work. Right. And then all of a sudden, yeah. yeah. You really like you're in that situation and you feel backed into a corner and you know that it sounds wrong and in your mind it doesn't make sense, but you are also told that this this is what's going to happen. happen to you. Right? Yeah, yeah. And then you're like, oh, well, this, this, this is going to happen. So this now is I feel where you find strength in God to it, get you through these times. Yeah, exactly. And then you can't. You don't go anywhere. They don't go anywhere. There's no way. It's to tough, man. Solve that situation. We've been through it. Not oh, yeah. not on a, as radical a level as yeah, maybe like no these guys. Point a gun at my face or whatever. But pretty like probably more radical than the regular sunday christian like way more radical than the regular sunday christian like oh yeah dude going out there and telling people like sharing your faith i'm putting up air quotes yeah if you were to tell me that i would be where i'm at right now like in the third week or fourth week of the edge edge was the bible school for those who aren't in the know right i would have told you you're crazy I would have said, get out of here with that devil speak. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm going to love Jesus for the rest of my days. Uh, yeah, exactly. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because that's what they told us, told you was going to happen. It took your own, it, it was on your own accord that you decided, ah, I think this is kind of bullshit. Yeah. And moved on, you know? Yeah. I mean, but I but, took lessons from it, but I mean. Psh. But it was easy for me because I don't have account. anybody else. I mean, most of my friends or most of my family yeah. aren't crazy, radical, religious people. Right, right, right. I know that some, you know, some people in my family have religious beliefs, but they're not radical about them. Right, right. And exactly. I, I'm so grateful for that. Don't let you think what you're gonna think. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Super grateful for that, man. To be have an open-minded family who's willing to fucking let that shit ride. Speaking of family, my mom and my siblings are on their way to us right now. Oh yeah, dude, they're in Oregon probably right now. Yeah, they're headed to uh, Portland to get some voodoo donuts. I saw my mom posted something. Ooh, some bacon maple bars, man. Yeah, I would imagine the kids aren't going to go for the maple making bars. Really? Maple ma- oh yeah. Maple, maple bacon? Baba 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 maple bars. Yeah. <laughs> They'll probably go for something fancier. Something with some cereal on it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe one of those voodoo dolls. 
with the pretzel that you poke you poke it it's got jelly in the middle oh yeah 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 <laughs> it's got like the, the strawberry jelly yeah yeah <laughs> those are cool um anything crazy happened on the bus lately you know what has been happening and it's been happening regularly for the past few weeks which i don't understand it might be because my beard's getting longer or something and you look like you're part of hamas maybe no <laughs> yeah girls like that i've been getting hollered at on the bus uh-oh. like consistently uh-oh yes yeah, thirsty hoes out there man. we're talking like 63 year old crackheads no, not even like hanging out not even or? like a, not even like bad a lot of times okay like there was uh the other day i had a really cute redhead um I mean, I kind of probably instigated it, too, because I thought she was good looking. Don't get fired, Joe. Don't be hitting <laughs> no, on people no. on the bus. Oh, I know. It was just me and her and I think probably her mom or, like, an older lady. And they pulled the thing and, they, you know, wanted to get off. When when they pull the thing, it says, stop requested. Oh, that's fancy. Yeah. Tucson, you ring the fucking bell on the bus and it just goes ding, ding. Yeah, no. So, yeah, it comes up and says, stop requested. And I'm all, request denied. I said, like, out loud, like, yelled through the back of the bus. And then, uh, and then it was like it was like on from there. She was all, "Don't be mean unless you want me to go with you wherever, you, like for the rest of the day." I was like, "Whoa, <laughs> what the that. fuck? Yeah. That's a weird thing to say." Exactly. Yeah. And I was "Don't like, be well, mean uh, unless you want me to come back to your house." And yeah. Take my clothes off. Yeah, take advantage of your body. <laughs> Isn't that funny? How like uh, <laughs> like being rude to people is like a yeah, it's like a flirty thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That shit. Because you know why. Because that shit starts like in elementary school. Yeah, right? exactly. Pulling when her you, hair. Right. Sticking her, her that hair That shit in starts the ink. elementary school. And you start picking. If a girl's throwing rocks at you, that bitch is into you. Yeah, exactly. In the third <laughs> grade, you know that. <laughs> yeah. And you're programmed like that. Yeah. That's a weird thing, man. Yeah, I read an article about it actually recently. Um, it was one of those articles where it's like, oh, how come all the, how come all the jerks get all the girls and blah, 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 all that stuff. And like, just nice. Like dudes that just go to work every day and they come home and they watch Netflix and they go to sleep and they don't do anything like crazy or whatever. You just described me. Oh, sorry, man. <laughs> That's okay. Well, no, keep going. It's this. Well, okay. Ladies, so, pay attention. What, Joe's <laughs> going to teach you right now why you need to come over to our house and marry me. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the problem isn't necessarily that, to, that uh, the man is, an, is just a nice guy. Like they appreciate when a guy's nice to them. But it's not exciting. It doesn't cause... They want the emotional roller coaster. They might not admit it, but they want to be like... They feel like they're involved and they feel like they have something to... Like there's give and take there. Yeah. So it's exciting for them when a guy like doesn't text him back. Or like when a guy never... Like doesn't call him for like a few days. Mm. Like why didn't he call me? And it like gets their mind going and they like that because it's like a challenge. Mm. So that, my friend, is the reason that... All the jerks get all the girls. I'm going to start throwing rocks at bitches. <laughs> Do it. And right. Do it. Um. Yeah, and I had a girl I was at the bar the other night. I was at the at the bar um, meeting a friend just for a minute. And I was only there for like 10 minutes. And um, I just went outside. Um, and I was standing. I was just drinking my beer. Looking at, there's like a whole lineup of motorcycles like outside. And there's like a out, outside porch area. So I was looking at them all. And this girl comes up and grabs my beard and is like, I like your beard. Like, she was drunk. Really? And I was all, I don't like your hair, I said to her. And she's all, really? What do you not like about it? Like, she thought I was flirting with her. I was pissed. Don't fucking grab my beard. You should have just whipped your cock out and just said, (laughs) bend over, bitch. (laughs) Right then and there on the patio. Like, that bitch was ready to go. (laughs) Yeah. 
Oh, dude, they're crazy. They are. They're absolutely. That's pretty bold. Outside of their mind. That's pretty bold. Were you wearing like a tie dye shirt? No, with I was the wearing piece? this, man. You were wearing. You were wearing. I was wearing this, and I was wearing a beanie. I wasn't wearing a hat. I was wearing a beanie. Oh, I so like you a look thug, like a fucking dude. Sons of Anarchy, man. Yeah, or something. Yeah, maybe. They maybe like that, but they think it's just okay to come up and like grab. That's it. some bold shit. That bitch is gonna get fucked up someday. Yeah. Right. Go around grabbing a dude's beard. Were you? Were, did you ride your bike, or were you in the? In the no, I was just. I was driving my car. Oh, but okay. I mean, the, the, she wouldn't have known that. I was just standing there, like well, looking at the bike. Dude, she was probably scope. She was probably scoping you out like the whole night. Probably. Like she probably saw you get out of your car, and was all, "Oh, this motherfucker's in a Ford Explorer. I'm gonna fuck this shit up." Like, <laughs> like this motherfucker's in a a gold 97 Ford Explorer. I'm going to fuck this dude's day up. Like, <laughs> I got this dude. She's probably sizing you up the whole night. Maybe, dude. I don't know. That's weird. That's you weird are, to think about it. She way. probably saw you order a fucking strawberry daiquiri and Come shit. Come on, dude. I know that's what you were drinking. I was drinking a Corona. Thank you. Okay. So even that. <laughs> Corona. This motherfucker. Corona. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I'm just trying to make my point. Maybe. She might have been, dude. I wouldn't have been surprised because it was like, it was just a super awkward thing. It was very strange for her to do that. You should have just slapped the fuck out of her. Well, I insulted her. Bam! I absolutely insulted her. Told her, like, I didn't Slapped wa- her with your words. Yeah, exactly. That's what I did. But apparently, I, I wasn't thinking about it. That's like a flirty thing to say. They want to get insulted and like. <laughs> be that's ex- exciting for them. So, so she grabbed your beard, and you thought, "I want to flirt with her." No, no, no. I didn't think that. I was like, oh, "Well, I don't like oh, your hair." Okay, okay. And then, like, because I was pissed, like she grabbed my, she grabbed at my face. Oh, dude. And I was like, "Well, I don't like your hair. Like, go away." I love yelling at people in public, like when <laughs> yeah. I know them in the right. <laughs> yeah. See, in that situation, you needed to say something way meaner than that. Yeah, I didn't know. It, I mean, it just came out, flew out of my mouth, just. <clears throat> Yeah. Like, that's a weird thing. Yeah. Oh, I don't like your hair. Like, what? I, I don't just like said your it. hair. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Burn. I, I just didn't know what to say. Oh, yeah. Oh, what did he say? Yeah. I don't Dude. like your hair, bitch. Can't believe he said that. Hey, bitch, you got a pimple on your nose. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that shirt. Yeah, yeah. Get the fuck out of yeah. my face. You're like, what is, what's, up with it? what's up with your skirt? Yeah. Hey, girl, what's up with that skirt? Remember I said that? Oh, uh, bitch, <laughs> those earrings are so ugly. Damn, get out of here I with that. Know. Yeah, I had no idea what to say. That's just what I said. That's okay. And she thought it was cute, and so she decided to keep trying to talk to me or whatever, and then I walked away. Bitches are wilding recently, man. I don't know what's going oh, on. Oh, man, I wish that would happen to me. No, you don't. Oh, yeah, dude. I'm just thinking of all the things I would say to that bitch. <laughs> Grow a beard. They'll grab at it. Your neck beard will come out, and they'll grab at it and say, what's up with this neck beard? Uh, Have their hands all on it. See what I would be like? I don't know. I fucking hate it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Or the stash, you could always grow the stash back. It's kind of coming back. Nobody's going to grab my stash, bro. If it's long enough. Nobody's grabbing a stash. Yeah, if you were like one of those old like Chinese guys that have their it's only a mustache and a little goatee at the bottom. Nobody's grabbing that shit. They might be like, oh, what's up? Oh, yeah, you're right. Jeremy. Nobody's grabbing that shit. They or you grab- could grow your hair out real long. She was probably Jewish. And she was all this motherfucking Hamas motherfucker. I'm going to pull his motherfucking beard off. Jews have beards, too. That's true. <laughs> That's true. But, but not Hamas beards, though. No, not not gangster Hamas beards. Yeah, I don't know, man. This thing's getting a little crazy. You should like, you should fucking like, die in like, get some stencils, die in Hamas across the front of your beard. Oh yeah, like on the bottom of it. Yeah, yeah, that'd be good. 
That might that might turn some people off. That'd be a conversation starter. I think I'm gonna wear a turban to the airport. Speaking of this, don't this, do that. I'm man. gonna do it because I'm flying home on uh, the 21st. Don't do that. Yeah, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna like kind Just, of well, you better show things up. under my breath. You better show up a few hours early. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Cavity search time. That's what I would do if I wanted to cavity search. You would like that, wouldn't you? <laughs> if she was hot. What if it's a he? Oh, then with a bigger beard than you. Oh, I'd feel inferior for sure. Josh Wilson would like that. I know that for sure. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> what you got written down over there? You got some shit. Oh, to talk I about? was just I was doodling the other day. It's nothing really crazy. Okay. I was gonna ask you um, about the the friendly because you kind of told me a little bit about it. But there was a big event, big soccer event that happened. Oh, the Tottenham friendly. Hotspurs came yeah, and played man. the Sounders, and you were like there all week. Yeah. So uh, Tottenham Hotspur, the greatest football club in the world. <laughs> They, uh, they're from London, which is in England. Um, they came to see, they announced, they announced it last year, like, I think, uh, November or December, they announced that they were coming to the U.S. for a tour mm-hmm. of, of the U.S. Because, um, actually there were seven or eight other Premier League clubs that came to the U.S. also. Yeah, they're doing like a whole thing. Um, the, dude, the U.S. is the number one, uh, potential emerging market for Premier League for for soccer in general but specifically for the Premier League. What um, you, like like MLS teams playing in the Premier League? No, no, no. What do you uh, mean? What I'm saying is uh for fans oh, for for oh. So the Premier League is a league consisting of 20 teams that plays in England and it's considered the top league in the world. Right. Um Spain has a great league, Germany has a great league, but mo- for the most part Player, the best players that you've seen in the World Cup or on Sports Center highlights, they're all playing in the Premier League. Right. So the Premier League has um, designated America as their number one market that they want to tap into for money, money for wise. money purposes. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, like new clubs, like like the Seattle Spurs. That yeah. creates money and creates a market. Yeah. What they see is is uh, jersey sales. Mm-hmm. Um, Ticket sales, less less so ticket sales because they mostly all sell out anyways in England. I'm saying right, right. Um, but yeah, jersey sales, and so these tours that they come on are they make a lot of money for the club, right? Because they um, just so happen to release their new jersey the day before the friendly in Seattle, right. the first match of the American tour. Mm-hmm. So they've got loads Strategic. of these jerseys with them to sell at all the stadiums mm-hmm. yada 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 and they're getting a, a portion of the profits from the ticket sales for each game yeah and it's just it's just an emerging market meaning there's not a lot of there's a lot of new soccer fans here so um tottenham came to seattle and uh we you're part of the seattle spurs we hell yeah sometimes we drive up to seattle to watch matches up there at the pub with our with our buddies and we've just i've just found out that there's a place in tacoma which is a lot closer way closer um but yeah so we signed up for the seattle spurs supporters group which is basically a fan club um and we have super official yeah we have like franchise recognized yeah we we definitely have the recognition from from the club itself the team it's called the club right um so we had you know we had the resources and the contacts to set some stuff up so the f- the game was going to be s- the game was Saturday, and uh, we set up an event on Friday with um, some of the for- a former player from the team, Ledley King. Ledley King, man, the king of White Hart Lane, uh-huh. a legendary. He was a defender, center back, which uh-huh. you wouldn't think 
people would love him so yeah, much. Not like the striker, like up in the front, right? Goals or nothing. But he was just he he just gave his all in every match that he ever played for Tottenham. Yeah, his he had a both of his knees were jacked up, but um, yeah, he was just he was just ravished by injuries most of his career. Uh-huh. And so for the last like six or seven years that he was with Tottenham. Maybe not that long. Maybe four or five. He wouldn't. He wouldn't practice because he couldn't. He couldn't recover in time for the match. He knew oh, that wow. he had one. He had ninety minutes in him in those knees. Yeah. And um, he would still be with the team at practice, like working on things that he could work on. Right. But right, he wasn't right. going to be out running around for the for a week before the match. And he would just. Oh, he, well, he would come just, out just for the game and go after it. And and he was our he was the best player on the field. That's amazing. He was fantastic, man. I was watching some of the highlights because, honestly, he uh, was at the end of his career as I was first starting to get into Tottenham. Okay. I think he retired in 2010 or 2011. Mm-hmm. So I was at the infancy of my Tottenham, you know, f- fandom. Um, so I was watching some highlights of his, and it's just just phenomenal. Like yeah, you 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 would okay. see the striker from the other team with the ball. 10 yards clear of everybody going in on the goalie. And then out of nowhere, here comes Ledley King just sprinting back as fast as he could possibly run and making the tackle, knocking the ball out. Like yeah. just, just gave it his fucking all. Like if you, if anything, the, what I can say about Ledley King is that he just, he loved Tottenham mm-hmm. and he loved the game. Was he, he played with them his whole career? His whole yeah. Professional career? He was, okay. yeah, he was solely a Tottenham player. He came That's up cool. through the youth system um, so he trained in-house with Tottenham and yeah. came up and got his professional career. That's he played, awesome. He played a few matches for England. Like, he got the call-up to the national team. Mm-hmm. And he he could have played more years if it wasn't for his for his knees. He right. just had bad knees, man. Right, right, right. So you guys, what, what happened? He, he You did an event on Friday with him? Yeah, so he showed up at the pub that we watch matches at uh-huh. um, and, and did a Q&A with the fans. Okay. Um, so he sat down with a microphone and they had speakers. They were shitty, unfortunately. So a <laughs> lot of people missed out on what he was saying. Right. Um, but him and one of the coaches, Stefan Freund, who's one of the coaches on the team, uh-huh. um, former player. I don't know if he played for Tottenham, but he's been a coach for a long time. He's a Tottenham guy. Okay. So they both sat down and answered questions. Casey Keller also. Did they just take, they were just like waiting for people to raise their hand in the crowd? Um, no, they had, there was some people from the club there. There were some coaches and there was, um, the guys from Spurs TV, it's called. It's like Tottenham's, um, not YouTube channel. It's through their website, uh-huh. okay. but they do the interviews with the players and stuff like that. So Spurs TV there. was there. Okay. So there was somebody cool. who was who was like moderating it, who was asking most of the questions. But then they opened it up for the fans to ask some too. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, they were there for that, and that started at like seven or eight, and lasted for probably about an hour and a half, and then. Um, as the night went on, people started filing out. It was totally packed. Uh-huh. The Georgian Dragon. There was people outside of the pub, like in the parking lot, the almost parking. spilling into the street, like oh, wow. to listen to this guy. And uh, it's not a big place. It's so not. It'd be easy to pack. There out. were more people outside than inside, for yeah. sure. Um, so yeah, then that ended, and then uh, Ledley was there long into the night. He enjoyed himself. He had <laughs> maybe one too many drinks. <laughs> he had to be helped out to the uh, to the caravan to, to take car. him back to his hotel. Yeah. Um, but it was a great time, and then um, the caravan. <laughs> That's it was an yeah. They had term. they had like a, a uh, uh, no. It was like a shuttle. It was like one of the shuttles for you guys. It was like a short oh, bus, basically, oh, like a little bus. Okay. Yeah. So he piled onto that like at about twelve thirty, okay. and I actually had to drive home our chairman. 
because he had a little bit too much to drink too. Who, Matt? Yeah, and he lives in West Seattle, so <laughs> he was stumbling out, but he had a good time. He was somebody fucking. We had scarves made mm-hmm. that say Seattle Spurs on them, and somebody like stole a few of them out of our box that was behind the bar. So he was like super heated about that. Yeah. So I was like, well, "Hey, he, man, don't he, worry like, about it." Pocketed like most of it, right? To pay uh, for him to begin with. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's put a lot into it, so he was pissed about that. So I was like, "Yeah, don't worry about it." So I drove him home in West Seattle. Yeah, <laughs> drove across Which the bridge. Which is a ways. Yeah, that's a little. And ways. actually, it wasn't that bad because it was so late at night. There wasn't anybody on the road. Right. Um, but still, I, if you were at like North Side Seattle, you had to go all the way down to yeah. the Seattle Bridge and then go across. Yeah. So didn't get home until about one thirty, and then Saturday was the actual game was happening, mm-hmm. and. Got up, drove back to Seattle, got yeah. about five hours of sleep, drove back up there, and we had a pre-match party at Fado. Yeah, Fado starting at eight o'clock. So we got up there, decorated in the, the morning, bar. people. Yeah, <laughs> eight o'clock in the morning. People started showing up at about nine fifteen or so, uh-huh. and we just packed that whole place out, man. Every single nook and cranny of that place was full of Spurs fans. That's it, crazy. It was beautiful because that is a big place. It's a pretty big place, yeah. and that's actually one of the places where Sounders fans show up before the match starts. Yeah. And uh, so we had this dude, Graham, from, um, he's from the L.A. supporters group. Mm-hmm. He was out front with his beer and the, and the Tottenham flag hanging up, harassing the Sounders fans as they walked by. You don't want to come in here. So the Sounders fans, yeah, the Sounders fans weren't they passed it up, weren't being the let in. Down the yeah, street. right. Yeah. <laughs> so we partied there between like 9 and at about 11.30. We all left and marched over to the match together. Uh-huh. It was a little bit uncoordinated, but it was fun. We're yeah. all singing songs and stuff. So we walked. We actually walked by the ECS people. You know, they marched to yeah, the games. Yeah, yeah. In the what is it, Pioneer Square? Yeah, yeah. We actually hit a left and walked right by Pioneer Square, <laughs> and we're like singing songs and looking at them and stuff. We had flags stuff hold hold mm. up. Um, yeah, and then we got to the game, and then it was Rousers. a three three draw. It was a real exciting game. There was a lot of goals to be had. It wasn't yeah, wow. it wasn't very good quality. It was the first game for Tottenham, so they're really just trying to get their fitness in. They're trying to run and you know get their cardio in yeah, yeah before yeah. the season starts um and then we had a post-match party at uh the show box which is a concert venue yeah and they had their bar opened up for us they was gonna it was gonna cost a bunch of money to actually rent out the whole like ooh, like the whole stage area the whole lower so when you walk in that place it's like a there's a curtain uh-huh. and it's basically like the the upper upper deck i guess you could say like the, okay. the like the lounge area where the bar is at oh yeah yeah like the at the yeah, back okay. of the venue so if okay we're at the we're at the bar side and they had it uh curtained off but okay. if you were to reveal the curtains back it would be in the where the people stand and the stage is that way oh okay yeah yeah so, so you're was, like in the like the foyer yeah but it was big it was plenty right, of room right right so okay. there was tons of Tottenham people there too and it was just it was just a good time both days i called out of work yeah <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, it was just a lot of fun, man. A lot of lot of a uh, lot of supporters groups from all across the country. There was yeah, people from tight. New York. Um, there was a dude from Boston that had like this like the thickest Boston accent you could ever imagine. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it was super cool, and like everybody was just super friendly, man. Because uh, being in America, it's not often that you see somebody in a Tottenham jersey, or you see other Tottenham fans, other than when you're with your your group your or whatever group. at your bar. Yeah, yeah. So it's just a lot of new faces and a lot of people. a lot of new faces with a common interest, you know. Yeah, that's fun, man. That yeah, it was like a really a good, good time. time. It was lots of fun. And that was the, that was the end of it. You guys didn't do anything on Sunday or anything after that. 
No, no, that was the end of it. Okay. Because um, then they, the team left right after the game, and then they played a match in Toronto on Wednesday. Okay. And then they, um, and they did all, they did some of this stuff too in Toronto, right. and the events as far as the events go, um, and then they also played in Chicago on Saturday, just the other day. Oh wow! Okay. Um, yeah, so that was their U.S. tour all all within a week. They played, so they went from uh, Seattle rad. to Toronto to Chicago. So a lot of Spurs fans got to see him play. That's dope. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. So now the the regular season starts uh, in two and a half weeks, something like that. Two weeks. Yeah. Are they? They're in the Premier League. Are they in the Champions League? Uh, Premier League. Champions they, League is is a competition between um, all European teams. Oh. So the top four okay. spots in the Premier League gain entrance into the Champions League. Oh, that's so the Champions right. League it's consists like of. Of the best teams from all the leagues in Europe. Okay. There's a, there's also a Champions League for North America too, so technically when you say Champions League, it's the UEFA Champions League. Okay. Because it's for that European federation of teams. Uh huh. So you're not going to see the Sounders playing in the UEFA Champions League. Right. But you will see the Sounders playing in the uh, Concacaf Champions League. Right. Which, which is, is teams of North America, uh, Central America, I think that's it. Like Caribbean teams. Yeah, Caribbean teams. Yeah, yeah. Not a lot of them make it into that though. Uh huh. Um. Yeah, so the Premier League season starts in a few weeks. Okay. We play uh, West Ham United. They're also a London team oh, and yeah, one of our rivals. That's the movie that uh, Green Street Hooligans is based off of. Yeah, okay. West Ham. And they've actually they've beat us the last three games in a row. They beat us both league games, last the league matches last year. So we're due. It's time. Yeah, we better be. <laughs> Four in a row to West Ham. Have you, have you heard anything about the rest of the um, – like the rest of the – the U.S. tour that the Premier League is doing? Because I heard that the Galaxy got their asses whooped by somebody. Yeah, they played Manchester United. The yeah. Day, I think. <laughs> they got beat like 7 nothing. or yeah, some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, funny thing you mentioned, fucking uh, New York, the New York Red Bulls. Uh-huh. They're also playing on Saturday. They played fucking Arsenal. Oh, and man. they beat Arsenal, man. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's awesome. They're the first MLS team to ever beat a Premier League team in a friendly. Dope. The New York fucking Red Bulls, man. So that made me happy because Tottenham and Arsenal fucking hate each other yeah yeah so if they lose it's always good yeah it's always good when arsenal loses yeah they uh the background of that rivalry is that back in the day tottenham has always been where they are in north london and it's it's a territorial thing um arsenal was founded in it's in the region the neighborhood called woolwich so that sometimes we refer to them as the woolwich scum or the woolwich fc because that's where they that's where they were founded and where they played for a while uh-huh. and then back in the day um they decided to pack up and move over to north london and right. kind of encroached on tottenham's territory yeah and uh have kind of become uh bigger a little bit bigger than tottenham they've won more than tottenham has they right. consistently are finishing above tottenham um so fucking tottenham fans just hate them for yeah. it and go back to Woolwich. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a great robbery. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> Those are the best games to go to. Yeah, so uh Real I think Real Madrid and Manchester United are playing in Michigan. That might be They're playing have each already other happened. In yeah. Oh wow. They're playing at the big house where Michigan plays football. Uh huh. It's the biggest um stadium in the country, one of the biggest in the world. Oh, Holds wow. hundred and twenty thousand people. So there'll be 120,000 strong watching Manchester United and Real Madrid play. Dude, yeah. I don't know when that game is, actually. Might have already happened for all I know. Hmm. But That's crazy. Yeah, so there's six or seven other Premier League teams. Yeah, man, soccer's growing. Yeah. 
It's the sport of the future. A lot of people are getting into it. Yeah, in the U.S., definitely it's picking up for sure. A lot of people. Yeah, you I, can tell. Just based on the people that I saw walking around at the Spurs Friendly on Saturday, mm-hmm. it's just crazy, man. Like, you're th- you're talking about 20, cl- 20 teams from another country, and a lot of them have, have supporters groups. Yeah. Just like our fan group. Mm-hmm. And we probably go 60 deep on official members. People who have signed up and gone and the through Seattle all the Spurs? Yeah. They oh, don't all show up to the games, but oh, okay. there's probably sixty people that have gone through the process of becoming an official member. Well, that's more than I thought. Yeah, it might even be more than that, honestly. Huh. But you're talking about that happening for I wouldn't say all twenty clubs are supported as strongly. Right. But you're looking at Liverpool, yeah, um, big teams, yeah. Arsenal, Chelsea, United, <clears throat> City, like there's a lot of teams from across the pond that have an eight-hour time difference from when they play to here. Yeah, and people watch the game. And people are getting up and watching that shit and buying jerseys. It's dude, Drinking it's, beers at 6 o'clock in the morning. It's happening, man. <laughs> yeah. It's on its way, I'm telling you. Within 50 years, I see people following the Premier League just as closely as they follow the NFL. That's crazy. I, I, I'm banking on that. Within as long 50 as years, Europe doesn't collapse. <laughs> oh, Europe will be fine. <laughs> yeah, well, as long as the world's not over by then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, if we're all still alive in fifty years, right. I'm telling you, the Premier yeah, League is gonna be is gonna be up there with the NFL. The NFL's talking about moving a team to London, actually. Whoa. Talking about putting a franchise in London. Maybe a new franchise. I don't think yeah. it'll happen. Yeah, that'd but be But there's crazy. a conversation there. Because they play a game they play a few games in London every year. Yes, yeah, I th- I think it's just like the the melding of the world community. Everybody kinda is it's so easy to be in contact with people from anywhere in the world at this yeah. point in time that, you know, like if you wanted to, you could just watch a you could watch a game that's happening in China or whatever you know. Right. Pretty simply, you just stream it online and you're there. Yeah, man, I love it. I so think it's, it's a beautiful cool. thing. Yeah, it's definitely really cool being able to have that kind of contact and that kind of being able to follow a team closely. It's not like before where you had to wait and figure out. Yeah. Hear the news about what happened over. Yeah, there. I'm. I feel so lucky that that I'm in this generation of people that have just there's just information and things to do all around oh yeah absolutely it's a beautiful thing man it's absolutely. a beautiful thing and it's funny though because uh i was talking to somebody about this that we're like everybody's so involved like with social media and like the world community is like a lot more connected now mm-hmm. but like if you were to go out in public man and people like when it comes to just being able to talk to people like one-on-one yeah it's like it, people have a hard time carrying on a conversation nowadays man for sure it's it's interesting to see how like, they'll sit there and text somebody for hours, but if they were to sit down next to that person and talk to them, yeah. they're, like, unable to do it. It's, it's a awkward. trip. Yeah, I think there's probably always been some awkward people that couldn't do that before, but for sure it makes it... It's it's a lot harder to, harder to do now. Yeah. I'm worried... Like, I think that we... Like, we had it timed out perfectly. Like, we grew up without the internet. I mean, the internet At was the around. At the very beginning, yeah. But I think we're the last generation of people that'll, like, really truly appreciate it i think well or or truly be able well, to, to know the difference to between kinda, what it was like without it and yeah to, yeah to kind of mm-hmm. be balanced with it mm-hmm. like my little brother like my little siblings man like all they know is like being connected on playstation network and yeah internet and like messaging people talking to people through headsets like face-to-face interaction yeah could be could be strange for them in the future 
Yeah, definitely. I mean, as long as they, they are remain sociable, like at school and stuff. I mean, there's always yeah, there's yeah. always that. But it's not the same. It's not like going yeah, to your friend's important. house. School's very important. Definitely, yeah. Keep keep the kids involved with each other and having free time and like, you know, I I, I would be in support of like not having cell phones like for little kids. Oh yeah, and I, I mean, think so. I, some some parents would probably disagree because of like safety things. They feel like it's safer for their kid to have a phone. They can contact well, it can them maybe whenever just they want. Be an old flip phone or something. So, yeah, something that doesn't have internet access on it. Yeah, yeah. Just so that they just so they're forced to interact with each other and like go play on the playground and stuff. Yeah. Because so, I can imagine like in the future, kids just sitting around like in a room like on their phones, not even talking to each other, and like the playground will sit there with spider webs growing on it, and, like, yeah. paint chipping. and Oh, dude, I do it now, man. I'm a recluse, dude. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's just so easy to be. I love getting out like, and meeting new people and stuff, but God, sometimes it's just pain in the ass right? to get out and do that, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it can be. But there's uh, just a lot, of, a lot of things going on that are distracting to people. Like, there's a lot of stuff happening. Video game, a lot of video games, a lot of stuff to watch on television. Yeah, a lot of distractions, a lot of reasons why you wouldn't want to go outside. Right, the information is so much more concise too. Like if you're, if you're wanting to be stimulated mentally, it's so much easier to turn on a movie or turn on like a show you haven't seen or turn mm-hmm. on your phone and like just surf the internet and just absorb all this information, which is cool because people are learning. But when you're having like those, if you were to just if I you know we go out like if I were to go out kayaking, um, with like a couple of people, I'm only interacting with those people and like. The information I'm absorbing from them, it takes a lot longer. So people get bored with it, you know? I yeah. think it's because they're just, we're bombarded with so much that we get used to that. And then when it, like, calms down, we get bored. Yeah, dude. There's nothing like a good camping trip, though. Like, I think it's important it's to be nice. balanced. Yeah, I love it. But I, I love getting away. That's that's another thing with our generation, though, is, like, we probably have that appreciation. And some kids that are, even kids that are, like, probably you know 12 13 14 years old don't they don't feel that way at all they're yeah. like why why would i go out there i'm bored like they sit there on their phone their phone dies and they flip a bitch about you know like not having being able to charge it or whatever yeah they go crazy yeah man it's something like a good wilderness trip i agree 100 percent. wilderness trip that's the most fucking whitey thing i could say <laughs> yeah. wilderness trip bitch you're going camping yeah you're going camping go church it up boy it's dirt <laughs> Get out in the woods, man. There really is nothing like it. How long are we at, man? I think uh, we're at an hour. We're right at an hour. We're hour there, and man. Two minutes. We're there. Perfect. It was a pretty good episode. I think we continued. We carried on conversation pretty nicely, right there. Yeah, yeah. It was good, man. I'm pretty positive. I'm excited to get this thing back rolling again, man. We we'll get some more episodes up. Yeah, we need to get sure. some. We'll get, we need to get some guests on here. Yeah, we do. I was do. thinking once we move back to Tucson, that'll be easier. A lot easier. Get another microphone. Get some people up in the studio. Yeah. Q. Dope. Q would be a good podcast guest. Q. Peter. Peter, that guy can talk. Yeah, that guy can talk for sure. Yeah, there's a lot of people. There's so many people. I just want to hear stories. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I like, feel like I don't have any. I mean, I just feel so young. I feel so blue. I feel so young. It's, or not blue. So green. Like. Right. You don't have. You can't tap back into like. Anything. I do have some stories, but I don't know. I just don't feel like they're interesting. Or I don't know. I like to hear other people's stories, you know? Yeah. Listening to other people tell stories is fun. Yeah. For sure. There's, uh, there's a few people that that I, we can get in here that, that are friends of mine from work and like that I've met up here. But uh, yeah, when, once we. That's a, that's a breaking news for us, too. It's like let everybody know that the 
the plans are oh are yeah starting for to, sure we're starting to put the, together the plans to go home man tucson is home man that's a place where i want to be yeah i'm, I'm with you i'm for with sure. you all right man well uh that was good until next time uh get at us on twitter i guess we've got like six followers we haven't really been keeping up with that no yeah <laughs> but it's uh it's a, tweet more it's at fft podcast or at no i think it's just pod at fft pod fft pod yep on twitter and you can get at me at tim underscore hannah on the tweets yep i'm at joseph maestas on twitter and easy then, peasy um Check us out on iTunes. That's the best place for you to download this uh, for the future. Uh, if you just go onto iTunes and search Food for Thinking Podcast, it should pop up. Um, otherwise, if you're listening to this, you already know how to get to it. Yep. Um, so, yeah, man. Until next time. All right. Much love. Later.